today's stop is that Nun Tess in Gitten, as we learned for a four shlemer for Allah's man Ruben Yosef's real and Chaim Michal. Says the Gemara, we got down to the, uh, let's call it the seventh line. Yama Rabba Bar, a braid Rabba, Bitamer, a pill braid Rabbas. This has nothing to do with the previous discussion except that it's the same on the Omar. We just talked about Rabba Bar, Rabba, braid Rabba. Some said a name of Raphil, the son of Ravalis, that uh, the explanation for Rebbe's base matters was that they all, uh, everything, whenever they had a, uh, a discussion or a court case and made a decision and took a vote, they never started with Rebbe, the most choshev among them, uh, because he darshaned losana al-riv, losana al-rav, don't uh, dispute with the rabbi. In other words, don't... Uh, don't uh, make a uh, don't contend with the rabbi. If he said an opinion, you don't want to change. You don't want to say a countering opinion. So therefore, they never started with Rebbe. That was the first thing we saw yesterday. And here's another thing that the same author, Rabbi Braid Rabbi, and some said it was Rabbi Braid He said the following to me: Most Moshe Bad Rebbe from the time of Moshe until Rebbe, there were Lamatzin and Tavim Gomechem. We never found that the the greatest Tamachachem of the generation was also the wealthiest man. We never found wealth. And Gedul in the same place, except for Moshe and Rebbe. You know, it's from Moshe and Rebbe, there was no no one like no one like them. There's more below what Habi Yeshua. Yeshua was also the leader in Tamachachem uh, and also in both Habi Lazar, but he also had a Lazar at that time. In other words, whenever find that one person was the single most respected in terms of Chachma and wealth, um, so even the Yeshua was respected, but Lazar was with him at the same time. So what about after Yeshua's time? What about Elazar? Avi Pinchas, he had Pinchas with him, who was the Kohen Gadol, and also had wealth. You know, the Kohen Gadol and Tamachachim were always made to be wealthy, even if they didn't have, uh, let's call it, inherited wealth. They were given wealth in order they should have respect. But Havik Pinchas, what about after Pinchas? After Lazar was Pinchas, Lord. Havik Skenim, he had the Skenim who outlived him. Havik Shol, what about Shol? Shol was a great Tamachachim, even though he didn't teach others, but he was a great Tamachachim in his own right, and he was the king, he had all the wealth. Havik Shmuel, Shmuel was greater than him in learning. But Shmuel had died. But We mean all the years of his reign. Yes, Shmuel died, but most of the years of Shaul's reign, he was not the, the only, he was not considered the greatest Tamachacham. What about David's time? He was both the Tamachacham of the generation and also wealthy. Have a have a He was his teacher. He was a great Tamachacham. We mean all the years of his reign. Yes, there were some years in their reign when he was the greatest Tamachacham and wealthiest, but we're talking about all the years. What about Shlomo? He learned Shem Gera, who was his leader, he was his teacher in learning. So he wasn't Shlomo was not the greatest Tamachacham time. Iva Kutle. But he killed him. So it's cool to him. And again, all the years of Shlomo's reign, he was not the wealthiest. There was a time when, when not, the, not that he wasn't the wealthiest, he was the wealthiest, but he wasn't the Tom, he wasn't the uh, Tom Chochem Par Axelans during all the years of his reign. What about Chizki Amelach? He was killed by Sancheirub. So, uh, so he wasn't there all the time. That's yeah, so as cool as Shankar Man. You're right. He was killed later on, but we mean all the years of Chizki's reign. He was not the greatest in learning and wealth. Rabbi Ezra, what about Ezra? He was the leader and the Tamachacham and the and the wealth and the wealth was there too. Sometimes Rashi says that uh, Gedula means the wealth of Osher. Come out so 
It probably means the leadership, whether they were recognized because of money or because of uh, just the, uh, the that they were the king or the leader of the Jewish people. What about Ezra's time? I say the same thing, just like we start up by saying this in the name of Rabbi Braderava or Rafil Braderava, uh I also have, and they said from Moshe until Rebbe, there was nobody as great as them. I have a similar thing. From the time of Rebbe, who, Ravina Ravashi, who, so to speak, completed the Gemara, from Rebbe, we also didn't find anybody as great as them in learning, that they had both learning and leadership at the same time. What about Huna Barnasa, who was also great in learning and in wealth? He, he subordinated himself to Ravashi. He was considered, uh, he showed him respect. He didn't show, he didn't demonstrate the same kind of uh, leadership and, uh, and wealth as Ravashi. So now we're continuing on with things that uh, were said for the betterment of society. Cheresh, a person who's deaf and dumb, Romans Venirmas. For him to get married, how does he get married? He can't, he's because it's not considered a bardas. They can't get married in Torah. However, Midrabban, the rabbi said, they know a little bit about living together with a woman and marriage. So what he does is he can hint. He can, uh, you know, j- uh, you know, j- uh, j- make gestures with his hands, with his head. <coughs> he can indicate, you know, that he wants to marry her. And he can also be hinted at that's how they can do their business. Mashu Rome is kind. Mashu Rome is low. In other words, they can shake their heads. Yes, as we'll see, but this is only for doing uh, business deals, buying, buying food at the grocery store, or even getting married. Uh, because the marriage is not the Orisa, you can also get divorced that way because it's only it's only Rabbana. says that the Chayrish can even just motion with his lips, just with lip motion. Right, just uh, curl his lips a little bit. That's good enough, also. The metalkin. But he says when it comes to metalkin, it's not clear what he means. Metalkin means movables. It means like you know they're buying bread or they're selling a car or something of that sort. Is he referring to uh, getting married and divorced as well? We'll see. Haputos young children Here again, because young young kids. Let's say you have an orphan, six or seven or eight years old, wants to buy some bread. You're going to say he can't buy bread. He can't go to the makol buy food. So in order for them to be able to live for their necessities, we say what they buy and sell is also considered a good deal. It's considered a good deal. We'll see the Kiddush is not only when it comes to uh, metalkin, but even uh, when it comes to things like, let's say they inherited the metalkin, right? Uh, we, this only applies to metalkin movables. It doesn't apply, it doesn't apply to, um, let's, say, let's say they inherited some cash. So they can use the cash and they need the cash to buy food. That's also, that's like metalkin. So we say over here that a cheresh, a person who's deaf and dumb, he can motion with his hands or with his head. That's good enough. And Sarah says, even with his lips, metalkin. And then we say also the children. This is also because of for the better of society. How would a, how would a cheresh function? Uh, ben Sarah says it's with metalkin, he can even move his lips. Roma's venirma sounds even not metalkin, even other things. He can do <laughs> again, so they should be able to live. And same thing with children. But Machlokes in our Mishnah, where the Tanakhama says he only has, he has to, uh, you know, he has to uh, show motion with his hands or with his uh, gesture, with his hands or with his uh, face. 
with his head, shake his head or, or turn his head this way, that way. Um, that's, that's all he could do. But seriously, even when he can curl his lips or motion with his lips, that's good enough too. So machlokis is by metalkin. Have a begitten when it comes to getting married and divorced. Every call Burmese, everybody says that he has just to him. It's more shita. Isn't that obvious? He said the, the machlokas and amish was metalkin. Says chevish romans manim. Says when seriously comes to metalkin, says mashmus no machlokas by getting. Says treat metalkin tonight. Now the same alpatam. I think even by metalkin. Why? Because when it comes to marriage and divorce, that's clearly only drop on, and they don't have the ability to get married on their own. By the way, if a person got married as a regular person, then he became a cherish, showed to a cut, and he became, well, he couldn't become a cut later on, but he could become a cherish later on. He couldn't ever divorce his wife, Minotaur, because he is a marriage to Arisa, and he can't divorce her. He's not he's not a bardas. But if he got married when he was a cherish, he can get divorced the same way. Mount the same, I might think, even by Metalflin, I might think, even by Metalflin, we have this machlokas. Why? Because Rashi says, Afmetalflin, Tamar, the Kosh can be getting. Right, Mao say, Since he got married that way, he can divorce from Metalkin. Sometimes it's his Torah, for example, if he, if he had assets that felt him as a Yerusha. His father uh, died and left him his wallet. So he might want to sell the wallet now. Maybe that's he owns it in a Torah. So therefore he says, Oh, maybe I would think even Metalkin. Mao is saying, but certainly by. Gittin, we have a machlokes. Kamash will know the machlokes is only by metalpin, but by gittin, everybody agrees that uh, you need more than just uh, marriage and divorce. Not just to say, you know, mouth it. You have to actually show, indicate it more with your hands and with your head. It can be some say, I'm not machlokes, but some say the other way around. The same machlokes, you have the same machlokes, but gittin. I have an anton metalpin. Same af metalpin means even metalpin. In other words, According to the second opinion, that's usually when we go by the machlokas, whether a cherish, uh, a cherish, uh, uh, is it enough for him just to move his lips, like the Sarah says, or must he actually show some hand motion or head motion to indicate his desire? Uh, is that only by metalkin or even by metalkin? But certainly by getting, that's the second opinion over here. The machlokas is metalkin, kach machlokas begit, the same thing. And it says metalkin means even metalkin. So we said that young children, if they buy and sell things, it's considered a good deal. What age? What do you mean by pu'utos? Today, when they say pu'uto, you hear it mostly, they left the kid in the car. You know, they left the kid in the hot car. As they say pu'utos, like little children. Today, it's like nursery school or less than that. You know, like uh, they're in a, um, a you know, they're, they're in a, um, a nursery, a little gan, little kids. But he says, he showed to his, he pointed to his son, Rabbi Yitzchak, I guess, with his hand. He showed, maybe he went like this. You know, he went like six or seven. He went like that. A kid who's six or seven years old, that's what we mean by that. Even a kid like that. Seven or eight. Nine or ten. Depends according to how sharp he is. In other words, if a kid understands what he's doing, you know, that he has to pay for at the store. He's buying bread or he's selling something. If he's old enough to understand, that's good. At the time of my, what's the reason why they made that takana? Men Torah, they're not, uh, they're considered uh, not bardas. They can't buy and sell. In order for him to be able to live. How could a kid live? Let's say a kid's living at home alone. He's eight or nine years old. He's an orphan. How is he going to be able to live? Nobody's going to give him, if you say whatever he does, it's not doesn't mean anything. 
if he gives you money for bread, uh, he can take it back. The court will come and say he had no right. He had no right to take his money. So nobody will do business with him. That, nobody will sell him anything. Nobody will buy anything from him. <laughs> uh, so here, so we said that who was who the who was the one who said this? From Abba Bayakim from Rielfus. Just like at the top of the page, we had uh, two two things that had nothing in common with each other. One is was the topic we were discussing uh, about the vote that they took about the uh, Sikrika and the rules about the Sikrika. And then we brought another thing they said, the name of Rafil Bregavalas, just because it's the same author here. Also, we have something because of the same author. The Adravabra by Yaakov of Yeltran, uh, said this last memra that uh, the reason why you allow children uh, to have a, whatever, if they dealt in Metalflin, it's a final deal because otherwise it's not, because it's necessary for them to be able to live, to buy and sell, to feed themselves. So another thing that he said, the Rav Avra Yaakov said like this, the Yom Pasuk says in Melach Bayomer La'asher al-Maltachav, the one who was in charge of the Maltachav, we'll see what that means. Hotzei Lebush, that's like the place where they made the clothes. Hotzei Lebush, the Cholov de Abal, take out clothing for all the people who worship the Baal. My Maltachav, that's why it's brought down here, because Rav Avra Yaakov was mentioned before. Something gets rolled, and stretched. In other words, we're talking about fine silk or, or silk or fine uh, linen that's uh, very thin. And with the fingers, it could be rolled and stretched. Yes, Rabdim Yochanan came said, Shigolo, Rabbi Yochanan said, Rabdimi reported that Rabbi Yochanan said, Shigolo Brunayim Benunayim. That was his name, wealthy man, Larebi. He sent Rebbe a gift. He sent him Sivni, Bahomas, Salso, Malmala. These are all uh, kinds of clothing. That were made from fine uh, linen. Sivni v'chomas. How much sivni v'chomas? Kamguzo pagigmusa. Enough that when it was it was very fine like material, very thin, and so much it was so thin that when you it was a whole, it was a whole garment, but when you rolled it up, when you folded it up, it was the size of a nut and a half a nut. That's how that's the sivni v'chomas. Salsa v'mamu. Those were clothing kipsikto pagigipsikta. That when you folded it up. It was the size of a uh, gallnut, Rashi says, a gallnut and a half, a one and a half gallnuts, or like an acorn. My mamula was a It's called mamula because it's something, again, which is rolled and stretched. Back to our issue of children. So it was just mentioned because that was another thing that Rabbi uh, Yaakov said in the name of Yochran. Um, we said that children can make a deal. Now, we know if you make a deal, there's a thing called ona. That's called, in English, that's the modern word for fraud. You, know, you committed a fraud. What is a fraud? You took too much money from the guy or you paid too little money. So uh, regular halachas is that up until the sixth of what we call manufacturer suggested retail price, uh, that's okay because, you know, prices vary. Not everybody sells something for the same price. You go into six, call it, so six, six different prices. Uh, if, if, he, if, the, if you were off by a sixth, meaning you spent, you, you took too much money from the guy up to a sixth or a sixth, the deal's a deal and you return the extra six. If you did more than a, let's say you stole, let's say you took too much money, a fifth or a fourth, took too much, the whole deal's off. Mechometo. So Yedemar says also, if the kids do a deal, how much, I and mean, if they made a mistake or they took too much or paid too little or they paid too much, Adkam, how much, how much are they allowed to make a mistake? The same deal, the same deal, oh no, it's until the six, meaning until the six, you're mocho. If you, uh, if you, if they pay too much or you took uh, too little from them, you're mochel that up until the sixth of the value. A sixth already, you got to return the difference. 
Okay, so we said that a a katan, a pauta, a paut, whatever, paut, uh, their deal is a deal. They can buy and sell metalton, not karka. The buy and sell metalton, even metalton, they, they inherited from their father. They owned outright. What about gifts? They give gifts. Maybe gifts, you somebody fooled them, right? They need to buy, we, we allow them to buy and sell so they should be able to live. It's necessary to live. They got to buy food. They got to get clothing, whatever they need. That we understand, but what about gifts? Were there gifts be gifts too? So if no, because they're going to be fooled there. says that it is a good gift. Now, these two opinions were switched by the Talmudim in the yeshiva. They made a mistake. And they said that Mar Baravashi was the one who said that it's not a good matana. So they sent this these two opinions to Rab Mordechai to ask him what is his feeling? Does he hold that it is a gift or it's not? A, is it a good gift or not? And they said that Mar Baravashi said that it's not a good gift. Rab Mordechai, who they sent the question to, was a Talmud of Mar Baravashi's father, who was Ravashi. Omerlei, so he sent to them Zivu Omerlei the Bar Mar. Go tell Bar Mar Mar Bar. In other words. Bar Mar is Mar Bar Ravashi, right? The son of Ravashi is Bar Mar. Go tell the son of my Rebbe Ravashi, who is also called Mar Baravashi. Wasn't there a story like this? Mar, when Mar, my Rebbe Ravashi, the father of Mar, when he was standing, when he was coming into the base medrash, one foot was on the ground and one foot was already on the steps. They asked him this question, what about a kid's gift? Is that a gift of Matasamatana? So <clears throat> Mordechai heard these two opinions the same. Mar Baravashi said it's not a good matana because the Talmidim in the yeshiva made a mistake and switched around the opinions, as we find many times, you know, Epochana, right? Because they, they, it was all about past, so they made a mistake. They switched around the opinions. And they said, Mar Baravashi said that it's not a good matana. Rabbi Mordechai said, what if your own father said that it is a good matana? Right? matana, matana. <clears throat> whether the kid is dying, whether he's healthy, whether they give a small gift, if the gift is a good gift, that's what Ravashi said, and, the, and that's really what his own son said it too, except the Talmud mixed, mixed up as a thief. So it comes out that what a child does is considered valid, whether, um, whether as long as he understands what he's doing, where, even if he inherited the item, uh, he could buy and sell, and he could, use, and he could give a gift as well. Rashi explains that the, the idea is that also it's uh, is matana is matana. Why they gave him what we call peace of mind. In other words, sometimes you have to give a gift in order to get something back, right? So sometimes it's necessary to give a gift. You have to uh, give the mailman a, a gift for the holidays. Otherwise, you won't get your mail. That's how it is sometimes, right? You got to pay a little bit of uh, what's called mild protection. No matter what you do, you can get the mail. Yeah. You can't get your mail. I think right. in a private time. Yeah. I don't even think I have mail anymore. So I don't even think. Huh? Yeah. There's no. You didn't know if this one was my book. Yeah. Eilvarm says the mission. Eilvarm So he said, until now we've learned things that the Rabbana made sakonas. Rabbana made decrees, rules, regulations in order to foster. Uh, Good life, a betterment for society. Made these rules for better society. Here we said, also this takes it a little step further. He says, not because of, uh, not because of the rule of uh, tikkun olam, because of the benefit of society, but for darkashom for peace. Elvam shom omnei darkashom. Koin kari rishom. 
it comes to getting aliyahs, so you give the coin first. Otherwise, everybody says, I want to be first. I want to be first. No, coin first. That's when they show them. This way, there's less fighting in the shul. They know there's going to be fighting. So the, the rabbi said, less. less fighting, right. Another thing he said, it's a custom people make an Arab for Shabbos. So you have to have food. People don't realize it. It's just not just the fence, but you have to make a room. Like they're all part of one one uh, group. One, it's like a shusayachet. So they would always put the Arab in somebody's house. So they're going to start fighting. Well, they put it in my house this Shabbos. In my house, where's the Kiddush club? This week, I want it in my house. I want it in my house. No. It's made a rule. We leave it in, the, in where it's always been. Don't 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 move it around, Doctor Shalom. This way, there's less fighting. You say this guy, it's always in this house. Less fighting. Another thing said Borshu Karvlama. It was customary that when there was a water source, a water channel would come. There would be a water which would irrigate the fields. Then what what they would do is in each field they would have a bore which was like a reservoir where they kept water in case the uh, channel or the river dried up. So they'd have a bore there. Now. Who would fill up their bore first? Well, the water always went with gravity, right downstream. So they had a rule that the one, the field that was closest to the source of the water would take water first, then they would channel it. You know, they would move it around so that the water would go to the next guy down the hill. So that's a borshu, karvlama, the one that's closest to the, to the source of the water, he gets filled first. This way they won't be fighting. He's first and second, third. Those the rabbis made rules for who's first, second, and third. Let's say he had laid traps for animals, birds, fish, whatever. Technically, unless there's a bottom to the item, to this kind of a trap, which you could say is your rishus, so you recone it with your rishus, you recone it with your chatzar, a lot of them don't have bottoms. They're just traps of sorts. And therefore, let's say I laid a trap and you found it and you came and you took it. You took the stuff. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't make a kinyan on it yet. I just laid a trap. Nadar Kashom, don't take don't take stuff from somebody else's trap. Even though they don't physically own it yet, they didn't make a Kenyan. Darkashom, don't do that. It's real stealing. Not Mar will say it's not stealing Minatoro, but it's stealing Drabanan. Rabbanan said it's literally stealing because the rabbi said, they said, even though the guy who laid the trap, he doesn't really own it yet, they made it like he like as if that's like a kind of a Kenyan. Let's say a can find something. He can't make a Kenyan. He's not a Bardas. Still, if he found something, we let him keep it. You don't get away from again, dark to, to foster peace in the community. They said it's literally the, the, the rabbis gave it to the child. Let's say there's a poor person cutting down, uh, cutting down olives at the top of an of a olive tree. Let's say some stuff fell as he was cutting it and he didn't yet make a Kenyan in it. It's still it's his because of Dark Hashanah. He was cutting the stuff and they fell down. Don't take it away from him. Again, is all these cases, it's literally, it's not just a Dark Hashanah. Rabbi said it's a nice thing to do. You shouldn't do that. It's his because of Dark Hashanah. It's literally, it's Gezel Gomer. The rabbis made it literally like they gave it to him as a Kenyan and then you're stealing it. Again, it's Rabbanan. Uh, let's say the Goyim see that the poor people are allowed to take like at the gleanings and stuff that fell, shikta, the stuff you forgot, the pay of the corner of the field. So they say, well, also, we're also poor. We'll take stuff there. You don't, you don't kick them out. You let them also take, you don't, uh, 
uh, rebuke them or kick them away from the field. And I could show and let them also take you feed the, uh, the poor people uh, of the Goyim as well. You know, I mean, where do we get this business about the coin getting first and the levy, then Yisrael? I mean, you know, they say you shouldn't have fights, you know, or like they do among the uh, some kehillas where they uh, auction the stuff off, right? Right? They auction it. So there shouldn't be fights. Of course, it's not fair to the people who are poor, but whatever, okay? You know, I mean, where do you get this from? Amrav Masna, Democrat And he gave it. He gave it what? To these people first, Elekon and B'nai Levi. Gave it to them first to read. Rashi said, "Now you should cover. They should read it. Here's the Torah. Well, I didn't give you the Torah to store away. Give the Torah to read it. And who did he give it to? Kohen and B'nai Levi. Don't we know that the Kohen would come from Levi? We know Aaron was the first Kohen. He's B'nai Levi. Ella Kohen Bereish of Levi. I tells you, Kohen B'nai Levi. Tell you that first the Kohen, then the Levi. That's the source for how you know that the Kohen gets the first Aliyah, then the Levi. This is not from Levi. Not from giving the Torah, but Benikshua Kohen. They should approach. That is, approach the Torah. Benikshua Kohen Benayi. Again, Atu Anan Lo Yidim the Kohen. But don't we know the Kohen are are from Levi? Benayi Levi. We know they're Benayi Levi. Ella Kohen Bereish about a Levi. Tell that the Kohen should come first before the Levi to read the Torah. Ravashi and Rehacha Benayi Amram Aaron Moshe. Pasuk in Divrayam. Who are the sons of Amram? Who is the son of Levi? Aaron Moshe by Yavdil Aaron like Tisha Kodesh Kedoshim. It says Aaron Moshe, and Hashem separated Aaron, right? Separated Dachish Kedoshim. What does it mean, Kedosh Kedoshim? That he he's treated with the most, uh, with the most, uh, uh, you know, spir- spiritually he's treated the best. So both these things of, of like Disho, Kedosh Kedoshim, or the Pasuk in, in um, uh, I guess that's, where is that? In Emor. When it comes to holy matters, you treat the coin first. That uh, he starts reading the Torah first. And whenever, whenever something comes, when it comes to giving a speech, when it comes to um, when it comes to uh, you know uh, uh, Gee, whatever comes first, whether sitting down, whatever sitting down, whether it's Torah having a meeting, always honor the coin first. When it comes to Making a bracha on the food, he should they give him the, the rights to say the bracha first to be mozi everybody at benching. After you divided the food into portions, he gets first dibs. He could say he could choose the first portion for himself. That's like the kidashto, whether it's from kidashto or from the pasigam derayamim, kodesh to make him holy, or bikidashto from chumish. In what sense the kidashto? Not because we have a pasik that's coins before Levi, based on the pasik in chumish and varim. Or in the Niksha Khan Bene Levi, but rather because you 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 give him, you assign him holiness. And holiness means he goes first. As he goes first, whether it's making a bracha first in the Torah, whether it's making a bracha for food first, whether it's uh, uh, whatever, or taking the first portion, he's first. Amalei, a bailer of Yosef, so Vahidi said, all these things you said in the Mishnah, Mdei Dakar Shalom, we give the coin first. And Dakar Shalom, coin makes first. Why is it Dakar Shalom? Zaraisi. <laughs> You're bringing down Psukim over here. Uh, the net al Kornam Bnei Levi, Kornam Bnei Levi, Kidashtot, it's Zaraisi. It's Zaraisi, Mdei Dakar Shalom. It is Torah, but why did the Torah say that? Because of Dakar Shalom. So he says, I'm called Tarakul, not Dakar Shalom. Everything in the Torah is Dakar Shalom. But see, the Chayadach and Emechal Sinam Sam Shalom. Its paths are. It's road. It's all. Its roads are, are ways of pleasantness, and it's and it's lanes. It's uh, the tibim 
are also are being based on others. Everything in the Torah is in Dagi Dr. Shalom. So don't tell me it's Minatar of Dr. Shalom. These things are Dr. Shalom. Ella Amr Abayas, or Abayas says, look at Amar. And as Abayas is cautious to Rabbi Yosef, and he said, what do you mean it's the rice? He says, well, it's the rice in Dagi Everything in the Torah is Dr. Shalom. So Abayas says, no, it's for, for Mar. Mar is Rab, is Rabba. Abayas was a Talmud, was, grew up in, like Rabba was a Talmud of, uh, of, of Rabba, of Rabba Bar Nachmani. Abayas also, Grew up in Rabba's house and was a Talmud of, of uh, Rabba. And he says it's for, for my teacher Rabba's memory. What was his memory? The time of the Brysa says, two people are eating. And one pretty person excused himself for a few minutes, got to make a phone call or go to the bathroom. The other guy should not continue eating without him present there. It's not proper manners. You know, he's going to take all the food without the other guy being there. Uh, so if two guys, if they're sharing a meal there, they, you shouldn't take without the other guy being there. Shlosh, if three people are there and one got up, then Amoth, you don't wait for them. These are some rules of etiquette. The one who makes the bracha, who bakes the, breaks the bread, he's the one who dips first into the relish, you know, into the condiment there. Okay? If he wants to, he's the one who should be first, but if he wants to give kavod, wants to honor his master, his rebbe, or somebody's older than him, or in other words, these are the rules. Right, they would say as the one who who uh, dips first and takes the first portion. But if he wants to give it to his master or to somebody who's older than him, he's allowed to. That's what Rice said. But Omar Mar and my Rebbe Rabbah said, Allah, he said on that price, Allah shall but so that's when it comes to a meal. But a meal you could say you go first. Abu basic Knesset's low, Dusslin Suye. basically. So what he's saying is this, yes, it is Menatora, the idea of Kornali, they should be first, right? But the Bryce has said that. You could, if you want, you could um, be your cover, give it to somebody else. So the Rabbani came along and said, Midday, Dr. Shalom, when it comes to the base, the shul, you can't do that. If the, there's one coin here, and he says, Listen, I, I get coin all the time, right? Or there's one lady who gets lady every day, right? He can't say, I'm mochal, give it to somebody else. That's the point. When it comes to a meal, yes, you have to be, you have to be machish the coin. The Pusik is telling us you have to give the, the coin comes before the lady, etc. But the Bryce is, pardon? We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that. So when the, when the, uh, so again, what do we mean here, Dr. Shum? Yes, Minatora, the coin comes before the lady. But the Bryce has said that's, that if you want to, you could be mocho. Comes along the Mishnah. That's what Rabba's, in other words, Abaya said, what the Mishnah is teaching us is Rabba's rule. That even though the Bryce has said you could be mochel your cup and give it to somebody else, but not in the shul. In the shul, if one starts to be mochel, everybody will say, well, I should be first. Let me go first. Amar of Masna, Adar Amar basic Ness is low. This is what we say in the shul, you can't be mochel. It's only in Shabbos and Yantif when there's a lot of people there. So if you start to be mochel, everybody will say, no, I want, I give me coin. I, I like to be first today. <laughs> but on Mondays and Thursdays, when there's not a lot of people in shul, as we know, not a lot of people in shul Mondays and Thursdays, then we don't have that rule. In other words, so, so you could be mochel. So the Gemari Asikasha on Shabbos, what do you mean? On Shabbos, you can't be mochel. We find that Rapuna went first. But before we get there, we'll take a quick look at the Tosis that starts Abol, the second Tosis on the page. Omer, anytime, honey, million to two. That was in those days. They were busy working. They couldn't come to shul. They had to be out in the fields at four o'clock in the morning. Where people come to shul regularly on Mondays and Thursdays, then it's just like on Shabbos and you can't be mocho. So it's my, you see, in those days, they could be mocho Monday and Thursday. Today, we're not mocho Monday and Thursday. I guess 
Maybe then also there'll be more fights today. Rafuna, the Gemara said on Shabbos and Yantav, you can mocha. Agmar says, for Rafuna, Kari Bakani Mishrasim, Rafuna was not a coin, and yet they gave him to read first on Shabbos and Yantav. Shine Rafuna, the Philo Ravami Rasi, even Ravami Rasi, the great leaders, Kahani Cheshivi, there, so the most the most the prominent koanim uh, in Eretz Yisrael, they were subservient to to Rafuna. In other words, Rafuna was a special case, but normally a coin can't be mochel is covered to give it somebody else. Amar Abaya, we're at the first of the wide lines, the middle of the first of the wide lines. Nakina, we have a Kabbalah, we have a tradition. Ancient coin, if there's no coin, your question, if there's no coin, nispar da chavila, the the uh, bundle is um, comes apart, is unraveled, right? If it, if if there's no coin there. Then we'd have no, there's no order at all if there's no coin. Now he doesn't say you ask where do we get that from, right? Where do you get it from? So he doesn't, he doesn't, there's no particular source, but he just says presumably the order was that he said coin leave in Israel because we don't have fights. But if there's no coin anymore, then there's nothing to fight about. There's not, or maybe there will be fights, but if there's no coin, there are no rules anymore. So two ways to learn this. Some say that there's no rules and everything falls apart. Rashi brings down two them. one that um if there's no coin, right? Even a lady, the coin, you don't give a lady anything. That's quoted. He doesn't read at all. Some say, though, that um, some say that when there's no coin, the lady doesn't get any aliyah. Some say when there's no coin, there's no order anymore. There's Levium and, and Yisraelim. You can have a coin of Yisrael first or a lady for third. There's no order. Not that the lady cannot get an aliyah, but there's no order to it at all. Our the minig the minig is that you don't have to give the lady, but if you give a lady, usually you give the lady first. That's usually the way that's done, or you can give him uh, mafter or whatever or achro. Uh, but if there's no coin, so it falls. There, there's you don't have to give the next. You don't have to give the first aliyah to the lady. You could. Uh, there's no. There's no more order. Whatever. There's no lady. Kori coin, you have the coin, right? You have no coin, but from Levi, right? Ancient Levi, Kori coin. So it's marshaled in those words that, and even another coin, call up another coin. That's what it sounds like. Any, that's case from our Belchim, listen carefully. Coin after coin, Levi, you shouldn't have one coin after another coin. Why? Because people will think, Mishim Kamo Shorishim, people will think that something's wrong with the first coin. They found that afterwards, he was a better Grusham and Chalutzer, he was a Mamzer, something was wrong with him. Why'd they call up the second coin? Must be something was wrong with the first coin. That's what we say. That's what Morris says right now. So it sounds like that. How can you say if there's no lady, you call up another coin? What do you mean another coin? We learned that if there that you never should have two coin and one after another because people think something was wrong with the first coin. Lady you shouldn't call two levium one after another. You shouldn't gum shashnam because people think something's wrong with both of them. In other words, some people think something's wrong with the first one. Why'd you call up the second lady? Maybe the second guy, the first guy is so good. And let's say you have a lady, let's say you have coin lady and then another lady. People will think something's wrong with the second lady. Then maybe he's a mamzer and he, that's why he gave me Israel. So you should go be the one of them. So the question over here is how can you say that if there's no lady, you call up a coin, then come out? If you call up a coin after a coin, some people think something's wrong with the first coin. Does Kamina Bosa coin? No, the same coin. That's what we always do, right? If there's no lady, what do you do? You call the same, you tell the coin, take another aliyah. That's what we do. Same coin, that's not a problem. But if you call another coin, people think something's wrong with the first coin. But right, well, we're not done with this yet. So the Gemara says, wait a minute. By Levi, you say, I shall Levi, Levi, Dika, Pagam, Shem. You say you shouldn't call up two Levi and one after another. 
because people think something's wrong with one of them. People might think something's wrong with the first lady. That's why he calls him a lady. Or people think the second lady is really Israel. So he's not really a lady. So we should. The first one's not a good lady. The second one's not a good lady. Why do you say that you shouldn't call up a coin after another coin? The people still, people think something's wrong with the first one. Why don't you say something's wrong with both of them? The answer is, so why do you say that you shouldn't call up a coin after another coin? Not that people think something's wrong with the second coin. People think something's wrong with the first coin. Why maybe maybe people will think something's wrong with the second coin? Says the muhsakwan babu the high shane the coin of oh okay, it's speaking about a case where the second coin we know that his father was a good coin. We know that. So the lady. So say the same thing by a levy. Why do you say by a levy you say you shouldn't call up a levy after another levy? Because some people will think that something's wrong with the first levy or the second levy. Why would people think that something's wrong with the second levy? If you say some people will not think something's wrong with the second coin, if he would call you after coin, but lady also, why is something wrong with the first with the second coin? Because his father was a coin. So here also say we're speaking where people know that the father of the second lady was also a lady. El Amri, the answer is Mamzera Sonasina. The answer is we'll think, yeah, no, so we'll think like you know what's wrong. Yes, we know that the second lady's father was a lady, but maybe he married a Mamzera or a Nasina. So the kids now Mamzer. That's why that why that's why they that's why they called up the second lady after the first lady because he wasn't a lady, right? So possibly the Zare and ruined his kids. So by Cohen also, if the second Cohen's father was a was a Cohen, maybe also he maybe he married a Grusha Chalutza and he made his kid a Chalal, the kid's not a Cohen. So 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 Flavi Mikavi, yeah, but then how could you call him up for Levi? If the first coin, what's the problem? We said you shouldn't go up a coin after another coin because people think something's wrong with the first one. Maybe something's wrong with the second coin. No, the second coin, we know his father was a coin. Okay, but maybe he married, maybe he married a uh, Grusha and the kids a Halal. Well, then he wouldn't get Levy. <laughs> he wouldn't get Levy. If you, if you called up a coin first and he called the second one a coin, if something was wrong with the second coin, he wouldn't be a coin. He wouldn't be a Levy either. He'd be a Mamzer, right? He wouldn't be a Levy. He would be like a Yisrael. So therefore, if you call up a coin after another coin, the assumption, the, 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 the concern is that maybe people think something's wrong with the first coin. But something's not wrong with the second coin. Why not? Because we know that his father was a coin. And if his father married the wrong person, the kid wouldn't be a coin or a lady. He'd be a mamzer. So the fact that you gave him the second, the second aliyah can only mean that something's wrong with the first coin. Something's not wrong with the second coin. If something's wrong with the second coin, he wouldn't get lady either. So that's what we say over here. So the Gemara says, but all these problems, Ulaman, who, who's going to be concerned about all this? Elios, if the people were there for the whole davening and they waited until Moshe, until they waited till, so they know that what's the problem? You had coin. What's wrong? You think something's wrong with the first coin? But he got coin. The second guy got Levi. The second guy got Levi. The third guy got Shlishi. There were seven Elias over here. What's the problem? Nobody's going to think something's wrong with the first coin. Right, something wrong with the first coin, and you got to start. You, you read again. There's something right with it, but he counted. Most people can count one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. They have ten fingers. They can figure out. Said there were seven Eliezer. What's going on? Eloyotzen. People left early. See, in those days also, they left early to prepare the kiddush. So they they left early, and they may not know that there's something. They might think, oh, called up a coin after another coin. Something must have been wrong with the first coin, and they'll start all over again. They'll start with the second coin. First guy, something's wrong with. Or if you call Levy after a lady, some people might think 
that the first lady was no good. That's why you called up a second lady and you, you didn't count the first lady's aliyah. Or somebody might think that the second lady is really a Yisrael, right? Because they didn't count. They didn't see that he, that, that he was, uh, right, that, that, you know, how many aliyahs there were. So therefore, that's our concern about people who might leave early and not count properly and not realize how many aliyahs they were. So you shouldn't call up a coin after another coin. Because the concern is, if we say the first coin is no good, you shouldn't call up a lady after another lady because you're concerned that people will say second lady wasn't a lady, or the first lady wasn't a lady. Shalchu lebenei gilila is really where we're stopping. Both. I'm just going to finish the page. Shalchu lebenei gilila rabchelbo acharein bikarin. Okay, we got coin lady, right? We got that. What about what's the order for shlishi, revi, chamishi, shishi, shvi? Bikarin. Love that. He didn't know. Rabchelbo didn't know. Also, shalav ritzik, but now they ask me answer. I'm like acharein korin tamachamonavarnosim. After the Koran Levi, you give the more Chashua people, who are the leaders, let's see, the leaders of the community. After that, who are fit to be appointed leaders of the community, even though they're not yet leaders. After them, he's told the children of the Chashua. We give Aliyah to the children of the of the whose parents are the leaders of the community. Afterwards, you give it to the president, the gabbai, whatever, and everybody else. All right, we'll pick it up from here. Uh, tomorrow's daf is, uh, actually, we started from the Shulchan Megaliva on tomorrow's daf on the podcast. Starts from the last line on today's daf. It takes us until the last line of tomorrow's daf, of Shabbos's daf. So on Sunday morning, we'll start from the last line on Samachamed Bey's on Sunday morning, as usual. Shabbat Shalom. Great Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom. Pardon?